Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. You'll be a dentist. You have a talent for causing things. Some be a dentist. People will pay you to be Welcome, Cadets and Commanders, to the Stabcast, the Sunsphere Tactical Attack Brigade's Star Wars Legion podcast. I'm Ben, suddenly Seymour Fowler, with Will, feed me, Heim, and Ryan, I'd be a dentist, Slowoski. Tim, on Skid Row hand, and is currently being thrown from a cruise ship by his wife. And will not be joining us on this podcast. We can only hope the reports are true. Lost at sea. (laughs) Lost at sea, taken by you know the insecure people. So it's true, but with deep ones, the deep ones. Maybe they will accept him. This week on the Stabcast, we have a battle report, maybe, and some listener mail. It counts. So at least one of us still loves you. There's there's more stuff out there. There's <laughs> stuff <does>. happening. <laughs> there's lots, and of we're that. gonna we're gonna stretch it. Gonna, yeah. We actually have a jam-packed... We actually have a lot of stuff to talk about this episode, but if we listed everything, one, there's no mystery, and two, it's a lot of... <laughs> it seems random, but it's not random. It's all Legion and Legion adjacent, so... It's a it's a lead-in. It's supposed to get people episode. interested, Ryan. We are less than a minute in, but I feel good about this episode. So. <laughs> we see we're getting out of our rut. We're doing some new and That's, interesting things. Oh, you're, oh getting, well, uh, you're getting out of your rut, Ben? So you went out and played Legion? Uh, no, no. In fact, I, I did not. Oh, Remember, okay. last episode, I told you all, I've played enough Legion to carry me through at least till Christmas, so... Um, I'm in my camel phase. Uh, no, actually, I have some really good news. My literature review was accepted this past Friday, so I'm right. now uh, 20% of the way done with my dissertation. There you go. So that feels good. You know, good 45 pages and, you know, something like 102 references. I feel good about it. So there you go. it's accepted. Um, there's even hope that I can possibly get this finished by our winter break this year, get the first two parts done. So I would be 60% of my way through my dissertation if I'm lucky by winter break. So I feel good, but that's why I can't play Legion. I've got to get this thing finished. I'm, I can feel it. I can taste it so close. Ben so is close. the podcast succulent. Yes. <laughs> Storing water. Yes. I'll survive. One way to, one way to put it. Well, how uh, dare you not play Legion, Ben? God. Listen, buddy. I know you didn't play Legion. <laughs> I painted I your, Legion. I saw your paint pictures. You 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 put them you put them on you know the the Instagram, and then I saw you go play uh, MCP. Oh, Facebook oh, tells me everything. Oh no! You're yes, cheating on us, Will. You're cheating on us. <laughs> Absolutely, I am. Y'all ain't worth shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been playing a lot of MCP because it's the only game I can get to the store and have time to play with my new work shift lately. Yeah, that's, that's honestly, that's the truth. And we've talked about that before with this game. Yeah. I love Legion. It's just a three-hour, four-hour game if you're really going to set up, do the thing, tear down, and go home. The earliest I can get to Sci-Fi City now is about 6.30, and that's really pushing it. Like, someone has to be sitting there with their table and list ready for me, and I'm just... Even then, it's going to be Roll a, up, a rush. Mm-hmm. So sure. I've been been getting uh, getting some some Marvel games in with uh, Darren, one of our local players. You know, I've been just having some some random fun. But uh, then I've been I've been keeping up. I I just painted uh, the Mando and IG Eleven, so they can go, go in my bin of Rebels and back in the closet. I... <laughs> right. <laughs> but they're done and cool. Nice. I'm not going to say that I'm jealous of the time you get to spend with Darren, but he's a cool individual. He's a cool guy. He's cool. When yeah. I play games with him, so. Absolutely. He's, he's t- tempted by Legion lately, so he might come back to us. Uh, but he, he likes to play all those weird little small skirmishy games, like, you know, Bushido and I've I've told him that uh, and... I've told him Legion Skirmish is 
a wasteland of horrible content. So he knows he'd have to go full in. I mean, but he, he still has his rebel army from like three years ago. So he'd just have to get those, to uh, you know, get some updates. Skirmish is fine. It's not until someone like you comes around is like, how can I break this entirely? Hmm. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Well, what Whoa. I mean is he plays more skirmishy type games like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know, small I know forces kind of things. Marvel, Guild yeah. Ball, all those. Yeah. Yeah. Malifaux. Like skirmish. No, just that, just that more competitively mined people can find a lot of exploitation in skirmish is what I mean. Yes. I mean, Anything that shoots beyond range three on a three by three. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. The table seems real bad. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that's bad in, in the full games and is very good in skirmish because suddenly all its downsides are mitigated. Yeah, that is that yes, is fair. yes, and it's just hearing skirmish lists are always just I I don't want to go to that wasteland anymore. <laughs> it's like here's my triple ton Luke skirmish list. Like how Look, I thought as as the reigning <laughs> champion of the Atlantic City Open skirmish circuit, yeah, like T forty seven, which didn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, Rebel Vets, yeah, Open, yo, um, it wasn't yeah. the T forty seven. Uh, when we first played this game at Adepticon, when they first premiered it, we were all yep. on three by three mats, and that was yep. definitely a thing that you were like, "Yeah, it's right there," and you're like, "Okay, I'm just going to eye on it because it's also right there." So then it was like, "Oh, that opening three by three makes that space real tight." Yeah, but it also I played an ATST back then. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, it got killed by Z six guns, as as you do. Since Will and I did not play any games, we do have news from Stabcast North. Tim yeah, won true. his first game in Rochester. What? It only took eight weeks and 25-ish games, but you know, he got there. He got there. He got, he got there. there. Do we have confirmation that it wasn't just a, fine, you can win one here? It has not <laughs> been peer-reviewed. Independently or, confirmed. Uh, or yeah, independently we cannot confirm nor yeah. deny that it was not gifted to him to make him feel better. I mean, if you throw enough dice at people, I guess they would say, all right, buddy, you won. <laughs> or if you complain enough about your minis dying, they might say, all right, fine, Jesus. I, if you break the kneecaps of your minis in your clenched fist, I mean, maybe a guy will be like, yeah, you won that game. You won that game, buddy. You whenever Tim, it. Whenever Tim fields a unit <laughs> that the model is just the feet on the base, it was his rage. <laughs> I like to call it his uh, Osmandius bases, you know, yes. just kneecaps. It's Look like, upon my works. <laughs> <laughs> ye, ye mighty and despair. Ye non-salty and despair. <laughs> of course, in a field full of sand. Yes. Well, listen, yeah. we always send the best up north, so enjoy north. Yeah, y'all yeah. have fun with that one. <laughs> then he fled on a boat, <laughs> as is his want. As is, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I don't know where this cruise is. I assume someplace warm. I guess it could be like the, the Great Lakes. Yeah, just cruising up and down Ontario and Michigan, and <laughs> I, dear listeners, I have come with 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 games in hand to actually contribute Legion to this Legion podcast. Boo! Um, yeah, I know, right? Uh, one of our locals, Chad, had the sad displeasure of playing me two weeks in a row. Uh, we played oh, one week because we uh, we hadn't played, and then uh, I showed up as the the odd man out and. Uh, the guy he was going to play had something come up, so we uh, we got a rematch. And Chad's been been playing. He does something I really like, where he's got a shtick and he's gonna he's gonna work it. And he's beaten me twice. They have been both incredibly close games, down to down to dice rolls. But he brings this Iden Inferno ISF paired with an ATST. It's it's 
things you don't normally like see together. And he he plays it really well, and he's a fun opponent for me to play against because uh, I'm a very aggressive player, and he is uh, by his own admission like the objectives come second to him, and he wants to play shooty, and he's really good about drawing you into into gunfights you don't want to be in. Um, he's also got Bosk in that list, which is wild. So it's like three very different kind of high level threats. Um, but if he makes you choose which one to engage with, exactly. With the yeah. Others, I mean, ooh. Uh, first time we played, I ran my Cincinnati list, the, the Mandos, uh, Sabine, Cass. And I switched things around in our second game, which I think was probably the more interesting of the two, where. I, Sabine and Clan Ren came out, and I found a way to to take my double, my my commandos down to down to a strike team, two Wookies, Cassian and Dinjarin. Um, so it's uh, it's got a lot more, a lot more wounds and a, a little bit more uh more closed melee threat, but uh, not nearly as as fast. And our, our second game, when I was coming to try to redeem myself, we ended up on hemmed in hostile environment and uh, key positions, which I normally don't put in a battle deck. But with the new bounty keywords, I knew uh, I knew KP can can really get upset by by bounty, and that's something I kind of wanted to to mess with. Oh yeah, for sure. By the so, way, has a stick and just keeps doing it. That could just be the title of our podcast. Yeah, I was thinking about it. <laughs> Continue. Uh, so so we deploy up. Um, he puts his entire army save for Bosk and one of his ISFs that he infiltrated in one of his DZs. Everybody deployed pretty far back. Um, I posture pretty aggressively. I've got a big building. I've got a... And the, kudos to, to, to Chad. Um, I had a really, really, really mean option for KP. Obviously, on Hemden as blue player... I'm closer to the middle KP, and then there was like this random fence that was just outside my deployment zone that I could claim. And he had these big awkward cargo crates that were a mile, that either were in his deployment zone or a mile away from them. And so he had harder uh, KPs to, to, to grab. Um, so I cower my rebel troopers kind of behind uh, behind a wall. I had a, a rebel officer and two two rebel troopers. Um, he sends Bosk around to kind of pressure there, um, marking my generic officer as his, as his bounty target. And I snake around and try to throw one of my sets of Wookiees and Dind to go harass his, uh, his safe KP while letting kind of Cass and K2, uh, float, float where they need to. Excuse me. Um, I made a decision and I'm, I think I came to regret it where Cassian was in pistol mode. There was a lot of things for me to kind of duck and hide behind. And I didn't want to leave him exposed in sniper mode to where an ATST can pick him off. And I wanted to be able to run to the middle KP um, in the end game. And we start to skirmish and the early parts of the skirmish very much go my way. I get some, some solid wounds. He takes some big, big hits into me um, I run some rebel troopers out and get some wounds on Bosk to kind of keep him off of my point with just a random rebel trooper squad. My thought process is to to keep Bosk aiming and shooting 
And so he can't double run. He can't like spend the last three turns moving up to my KP and then blowing some guys off it to contest it. I wanted to keep him back as long as possible. Um, that ATST is taking some shots onto to Din. I'm getting to spend some dodge tokens and, and the red saves are, are coming up. Uh, so I'm not taking a ton of wounds. I'm trading actions, I think, pretty well. Um, but in the in turns three and four, Chad's dice, and both times I've played him, his dice are not amazing. But when they hit, they hit hard. And when they blank, they blank hard. Um, and he just threw a couple of huge unmodified die pools uh, that really let him get a tempo edge on my Wookiees to where their, their die pools are getting cut in half. I think an unmodified ISF with a T21 got five five or six hits uh, into Wookiees uh, without a name token, which is wild. And then going into turn five, I drop crack shot and I'm trying to get greedy because I've got a great pistol shot lined up for Cassian. Um, I'm trying to wait and pull K2 before I do the first crack shot because I really want Cassian to have two aims because uh, I'm going to be shooting into to ISF or into Aiden, who's going to be in heavy cover, um, and then just some random stormies. He goes concussive blast. Cassian's taken one wound at this point. And he gets his five hits on his five red with blast, which which sucks. But I'm just like, Cassian just has to sit here and not roll five blanks. As long as I don't roll five blanks, I'm going to have a great crack shot turn. Uh, the big threat that can go into Cassian is over. And and I can I can move on with my day and execute. See, as yeah. a B1 player, you're going to roll five blanks. I know that. I, yeah, is, but is, I, is I at least search. I'm not going to block anything. I at least search though. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't. The problem is that you trusted them. Yeah, I did. You should never rely on the dice. You should expect nothing, and they'll surprise you. They they failed me. Cast died without getting crack shot off, which really hurt. Um, Din did then manage to clean up Aiden, collect his bounty, um, but that left the ATSD kind of unchecked, and K two was not able my. K2 was kind of my ace in the hole to to be able to help, since we're playing hostile environment, to for him to get to the center point, there was going to be a turn where he had to sit in the open. And I he had played so defensively and so far back that I was just hoping he would run out of time before he could rush the middle point. Um, and K2's suppressive gun would, would keep them back. Um, but K2 died under fire to to the ATST and an ISF squad. Um once again without aim tokens that I was hoping the armor would do a little bit more mitigation than it did. And I would roll a few more saves. So my flank quickly collapsed. Um uh, my last hope was was Din and it came down to the last die roll on Din. Uh, I've got my safe point. Um he's gonna get the the middle and I think Din's gonna be able to go tie up his safe point. Um, but uh, the ATST spun around and and blew Din up, and and then I conceded the game halfway through turn six. Um, it was a tight game. Chad's a, a really good player. We we approached the game very 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 differently, uh, which is always fun to play against. Um, and he's an absolute gentleman. And he also has a podcast, uh, the Nerdy Old Men Podcast. Uh, you guys should go follow it and listen. Um, Chad's a great dude, and we're we're really lucky to have him in the community. But. Uh, not to not to sound too haughty, but like in the local scene, I can't tell you the last time somebody beat me twice in a row. 
So I'm not saying it's a coincidence that Will and I didn't play any games so that the only games you had to talk about were losses. Yeah. But I'm saying that worked Hold out nicely. On. That, feel, that feels you, like a nice bit of, you know, feels nice. You go, if you go back through the Wayback Machine and listen to the show, I normally talk about my losses more than, yeah, more than but, my victories. But I'm saying this entire episode of Battle Reports, it's just That's true. It's Yeah, it's just 100% Ryan <laughs> losses. Uh, I mean, we could, so, we could bring up how... Sometimes there's more to be discovered in a loss than in a win. They're, they're, you know? they're, I believe that's Absolutely. 100% true. Um, but needless to say, next time me and Chad play, I'm going to bring a not very nice list and, you know, remind him who was here first. The time I hope he still coming. beats you. Yeah, he probably will. Yeah. <laughs> so, and this is one of the reasons why I do love to get outside my normal play space and, yeah. and play other people, except, of course, when I go to Cincinnati and play both Ryan and Will. Um, hold, hold on, the, hold on. I played is, three people by, I knew. By definition, that is outside your your place code because we remarked when was the last time we played. <laughs> this is true. It's been it's been a while. It's been a while. Years ago. Uh, so, but what I'm saying is that I love it when people like so. Chad is bringing you in, forcing yeah. you to do things you traditionally don't have to do against other opponents Correct. you play locally. Yep. And so that is what changes that game up. Yeah, and gives me a place to score the points. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's just the variety of play styles when you have a bunch of people you can play, you know? Like, everybody's yeah, got their own unique taste, whatever they despite prefer you know, to ben do. Ben and Will's best efforts, we do have a local yeah. community with lots of different play styles. You know, you know pre-COVID, we, we had that struggle <laughs> of people always arranging games and whether that was good or bad for our local community. Right. Because sometimes that excludes new players. And so if you're out at a game store and you just see a dude... Or, or a lady or whoever it is who's playing the game, you're just like, hey, listen, I'll play a game with you, complete stranger. Yeah. Let's yep. go have some fun here. You really got to break outside your social norms. Go go find the people who That's are That's how groups grow. Yep. That's how groups 100%. grow. Absolutely. Speaking of cinematic moments that Ryan will definitely not remember to post between now and the time this episode drops, be sure to check us out on the Instagram at SWStabcast. Uh, I'll post all of our photos that we get there. Will's painting, Will's cat, uh, the games I played in Cincinnati. I posted a couple of those photos. I surprisingly didn't have as many photos as I thought. I had a lot of photos of battle decks for some reason. Yeah, it's uh, hard, Ben. Yeah. It's hard to take photos during games. Well, no, the timing was so tight. I didn't have time to do anything else. Another we post the photos of important here. things. Important things. Games, I'm about to post a cat. photo of this blank map that Ryan and I played on because that was the only photo I had before our game started. <laughs> <laughs> but you can check us out at SW Stabcast. And if you tire of our pictures of blank terrain, you can find more of them on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, you can give us a rating on your listening platform of choice. You know, those reviews help us with visibility and all the things. Get us out there so more people can suffer our mediocre content. Yeah. Thanks. As always, we're available wherever the finest podcasts are streamed at SW Stabcast. And we are also available within the hive of scum and villainy known as the Legion Discord. The Legion Discord. At Stabcast, our name here. You know, it's Stabcast true. Will, Ben, Ryan, and then that, that other one. You know, you can send us a message, ping us in a chat if you, you want to awaken us from slumber under the mountain. I had to go explain what the difference between the Rocky Top <laughs> Open and the Rocky Mountain Open was. Yeah, I also so, got like, some messages about that, which I thought it was fairly clear, but fairly you know, obvious. But I mean, I was, I was, um, I was summoned to observe a swoop bike that was created after being inspired by mine that was spearing a B one. Nice. I gave them lots of reacts and said they did a great job because it was great. Rocky Top is a song played by winners and high high level players of this game. <laughs> wow, <laughs> get their in a and the Rocky Mountains. Are just a mountain, so you couldn't make that take last year, and we'll we'll see if you're able to make it next year. But we're in the moment, okay? We're in the moment, and and I'll let y'all enjoy it.
Well, Thanks, enjoy. buddy. Much fun. Much fun. It's just like 2019 LSU. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Hey, we consistently snake a championship every decade. <laughs> All right. That is true. It's been a while right. for us. Yeah. <laughs> we we missed the, we fine. missed the 20 the, the last two um <laughs> <laughs> the last two decades <laughs> yeah <laughs> but now now we're back at it yeah back at it please take uh, us away from this if you want to support our little endeavor so we don't have to just talk about university of tennessee football you can support us by going to teespring.com slash stores slash stepcast or you can drop us a line on what you would like to hear us ramble randomly about sw stepcast at gmail.com. Um, I think, I don't know, but our Teespring store might have some new stuff relatively soon. Ben was throwing some ideas Ooh. at me before the show. I, uh, I've so got some ideas for you. getting booty hats? In the next couple weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah. Some stabcast some cool like suspenders? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we do <laughs> have to find a stabcast bow tie, yeah. Stabcast booty hats? <laughs> it does not surprise the listenership that I have made my own bow ties before. So. That does not surprise me. <laughs> my own hand tied bow ties, yes. Hand sewn. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely hand sewn. Please, please. Places that you can find Ben uh, wearing a bow tie. Where where are we going to be be found, folks? Well, Ben won't be at them. Yeah, you're right. No, uh, I probably won't be. But listen, it's because I'm working on this dissertation. I'm trying very hard. Mm-hmm. I'm getting there. So you can go get a job. That means you won't be able to come out and make it and play Legion. Oh. We talk about the events and then say whether or not we'll be there. Yep. That is the idea of this segment. It's true. It is. Uh, so we first up is the Golden Golden State Games World's Qualifier. We actually are kind of going to be there. Oh. Um, there are some fanny packs up for grabs, and I sent oh, them nice. a, a care nice. package of some of our, our standing orders. That's cards. better than us coming. Yeah, it's better it than us coming. actually probably is. I mean, yeah. so. I don't know. I don't know. People have fun with us. People have fun with us. They have more fun with their fanny packs. I so. Mean. Yes, well, that's which, which what a man does with uh-huh. his back in the privacy of his own hotel room is his own business. That's, that's up to them, yeah. I mean, that's no, no that's, judgment, no judgment. Yeah, no, none whatsoever. I actually, like, I'm if I ever get fabulously wealthy, if I win a million <laughs> dollar lottery prize on Wednesday, <laughs> oh, whatever, do tell. I would go. I would just travel because I would love to go play it in, in you know in San Francisco. I would love yeah, to go play. Sure. Just pack my stuff up, um, you know, just travel around, go do the things. I really that would be a fantastic life to lead. I mean, well, then you could also go to the Queen City Charity Tournament in Concord, North Carolina, on November twelfth and thirteenth. It's a nice charity event. Uh, I don't know if any of us are going to be able to make it out. Yeah, it's a I'm, bit of a drive. I've got, sadly, I've got other plans. I gotta, I gotta attend, but. Uh... I wish I wish I could go because uh, it's put on it's put on by some great people, and that's a community that I really like and want to play more games with. Yeah, they're a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Good eating Concord as well. So the following weekend, Raleigh Durham, uh, they have at Atomic Games November the nineteenth, which I think we had talked about going to because it fit yep. in our game schedule. Yeah. Except, except Will, what have you done, Will? We are hosting a Knoxville tournament. Woo! Woo! Sci-Fi City, November the nineteenth. Uh, yeah, just a little store event, nothing, nothing super spoosh, so, special. Just a little local thing, you know. We can get a little maybe. Friendsgiving activity before yeah, Thanksgiving. So for sure. it's it's like the last chance before holidays. Take everyone on their separate ways to Thanksgiving, yep. and then December flies by for Christmas, and then so may, we'll be back with more Knoxville things maybe in the new year. But hope trying to get one in before the holidays take everyone away like that. So exactly. yeah, should be a fun time. We've got some prizes. And things to give away, and our tables and things we haven't really used at Sci-Fi City very often, so gonna bust all that out, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. 
should spend be... half my time just transporting tables back and forth. Yeah. That's also true. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping to be at PAX Unplugged in December, uh, second through fourth in Philadelphia. I'm not 100% confirmed on that, but uh, it's looking it's looking okay. Um, uh, I'm excited. PAX should be a, be a good time. It's a convention I've always wanted to, to go to and never had the opportunity. And then in Boston, the next weekend, December 10th, uh, we might send Stabcast North to. Probably not. But, you know, no, no we're, Tim's we're... already said he's got the hotel room. The wife oh, is approved. I mean, nice. he's, wow. he's down for it. Good for him. He's going to embarrass himself so. in another state. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens, Tim, when you go on a cruise instead of joining us for a podcast. It's it true. is. You could have brought the podcast microphone to your cruise room. You I, I'm done. just yeah. saying, like, they I have mean, been I'm just looking at, at the data. I'm looking at the trends. I plugged into to Legion <laughs> stats here. The forecast. Uh, uh-huh. Tim's uh, Tim's last win was a buy. So, <laughs> <laughs> last in how many games? Win. Last confirmed win. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll and actually, his, his his win before that was also a buy. So his last <laughs> two <laughs> confirmed wins. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Was a so. buy in a different state and a buy in the tournament Look, he was in. So. Yes, when, right, we, yeah. when we establish a remote outpost, we don't send our best. <laughs> nope. <laughs> if the history of colonization has shown us anything, you send out all of your, you know, disreputable types. And if they survive, then you send out the other people. So. Exactly. <laughs> We're letting Tim uh, tame the outback of see, Rochester, see New the York. the book White Trash for more information is actually a really fantastic discussion about that. But yeah. <laughs> Tim's establishing the penal colony of the Stabcast. Wow. <laughs> Pivoting away from this joke, uh, me and hopefully Tim will be at uh, the other penal colony, Las Vegas, um, for LVO in January. I'm super excited. It's one of my favorite trips every year. The The big news is the Cherokee Open is coming back. And if you're listening to this, tickets should be on sale on Frontline Gaming's website. Well, they should be. Should be. Should be. We had a fantastic time last year. I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, it was a good time. Yeah, it, yeah, fantastic time. So we we we're geared up for some more. Geared up yeah. for some more. Hopefully, yeah, we can get even more second through more turnout. Twenty fourth, uh, same venue, same roughly weekend. Um, we're same looking bat at the time. same format. So should be a should be a good time. Going to be going to be more casual than competitive because I really doubt we're going to get a world's invite. I could be wrong, but I really doubt it. Uh, Not we'll a much before right a right around the corner. But you know the different parts of the country, different parts of the it's country. true, it's true, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a, it was a fun event. I'm looking forward to being able to put it on again. Um, the venue is great. Yeah, it's a yeah. The it's venue a good is time. good. I think I don't know that this is locked in yet, but I think we're gonna try to do like a. Uh, I think Saturday night they're gonna bring in food, and do like a family style like barbecue buffet, North Carolina barbecue buffet, which would be cool. Um, okay. So you you know because I know we had trouble finding food last year, and so if they're going to just bring it to us, that's going to be great. But North Carolina barbecue is all vinegar. It is all vinegar. It is. But I I I, I like all barbecue, I like it. so I like yeah. the local yeah. vinegar barbecue. Mm. That's true. I mean, it could be mustard barbecue. Could be. Could be. As long as it's not Alabama white I mayo will... barbecue. Oh no. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> that is an mayonnaise aff- with pepper in it. That is an affront to God. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll take the the vinegary stuff over like the Memphis kind of syrupy molasses stuff all day every day. Oh, I see. Mm. I like barbecue, so I'll, I'll I'll have it all. Let I'll us take it all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say no to it, but <laughs> I'm not gonna say no. But are we are we I'll having a podcast barbecue rankings segment? Like going <laughs> because <laughs> Texas never agree. Texas, you weren't you weren't that great. Well, oh, I don't know. Oh, Hold on. Oh, oh, I don't know. Like. 
The best barbecue when when I was mm. at Dallas mm. last year and uh and they took me to, of all places to Heim barbecue downtown. It was uh it was a pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'll be honest, Texas barbecue is not my top 3. I mean, it's still good barbecue. Yeah. All barbecue is mostly good, but it is not in my top three. It is not. I'm not saying it was unedible. It was nice and good, but it was, I mean, I like like a little more flavor is all. When you Texans send your hate mail, please put attention Will in the subject line at SWSTABCAST.com. Come at me. Will's never going to open the email inbox. It's just going to be me, guys. Um, So then Ryan can forward it to me. Yeah, and please I'll just roast him publicly on the Discord. <laughs> yeah, do it. I mean, I guess if we're right, going there, I'm, I do I'm sorry, enjoy St. Do Louis, it, Floor. Kansas City. Do it. They're not gonna. They're not gonna I mean, roast you. They will. You I like know, a dry Slow rub. cook you over over some coals for four hours. I do prefer well, molasses over the vinegar. So at least I'd know they wouldn't use any spices on me. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I can the already hear Texas. Entire state is allergic it's the to cayenne. Apparently, it's the mesquite. It's the smoke. It's oh the- wow! It tastes like a campfire. I love that. <laughs> I can get that on a s'more <laughs> or a hot dog. <laughs> Do something with it. God. Hey, Will, you know, I think we have some news. No, we don't. <laughs> the website is updated, Will. That the is news. news in and of itself. <laughs> the news. They updated the website. There is now a link to the rules forum, which is actually kind of useful. Oh, I was always confused on where to get it before. Yeah, so, I mean that's nice. You I can guess see all three games now up there on the front page without circling to the little hamburger on the right. I mean, it is it is nicer. Yes, Legion is listed at the very top, so that's always nice. Wow, there's for some reason a good six inches of screen between the top of the window <laughs> and the first link that's clickable. But you know, mobile future proofing issues. I guess <laughs> the Space. rules form is, is publicly available. Like, listen, at least we've we've at least started. We've started that. Sure. Yes. So that feels uh, yeah, good. It's, a, it's a slow news week. When it they, is a development. The website is, a, uh, is our leading headline. There's lots of Marvel well, news, like Pyro and Blob and, and Logan the true. Wolverine. God, they look so good. They look so good. <laughs> Will has started putting together his uh, his robots. They look very nice. My Sentinels. I, I am a big, big fan of Sentinels. I am. I finally got Cyclops and Storm so I can play X-Men, even though I had every other character besides them for X-Men. <laughs> so you had no leader? Had no- <laughs> the, their box was out of stock for a long time. So golden blue team, man. Golden blue team. Storm is much better than Cyclops. Do we not yes, have a yes. Professor X? No. No. That's not AMG. yet. What are you doing? What are you we doing? have Cassandra Nova, which is kind of His twin sister Xavier. From the Udrow womb, but also I don't know who yeah. that is. Listen, it's a whole thing. thing. It's like, just check out the Wikipedia. We could go into it yeah. here. Or don't. Have seven I'm, hours doing to spare. A, I'm doing a pivot. We're pivoting <laughs> to the mailbag. We've got some listener questions to talk about. We've got some mail. And you know is what the mail it's not about? about? It's not about Marvel Crisis Protocol. <laughs> Damn it. Is it about bad Texas barbecue? <laughs> no, that'll be our next episode's mailbag. Yep, oh, it I will. Know. Congrats, I've brought us content. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know that this is the content I wanted, but I guess it's an improvement. Insert gunshot I'll noises. I'll trust Florf's taste in Legion. I don't know that I'll trust Florf's taste in barbecue. Just going to be real honest there. Uh, That's Florf the Dwarf you. Sir to you. Well, <laughs> no, that's to you, not to me. <laughs> I stand. We, I stand with Florf. You stand above Florf. I mean, a Ooh, lot of people do, but, but bumps. yeah, <laughs> we got zesty will today. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that barbecue joke was wild. <laughs> I'm ready to fight both of you because I know this topic coming up. <laughs> you want me to read it? 
Go ahead. Uh, you yeah, you go got your it. color yep. on it. <clears throat> From who wrote this? I don't know. Oh, it says that. Hello to all of you on the podcast. My name is Will. Well, this is weird. And I'm a relatively new Legion player. True. And I play Republic and Separatists. I'm getting the two Battle Force boxes, and I would love to know, outside of those units, what would be the best to get? P.S. I enjoy your show and have been listening since July. Keep up the good work. Also, I would like to know why you are so hostile to arcs and flutter crafts. <laughs> so would the rest of the internet. Okay, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna divide so we're gonna this up. Let's answer the first, let's, first. Let's answer the first, first question. First. Then yes. we'll have a fight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll start. If you've picked up the five hundred first box, you have lots of phase twos and arcs, which are fun and cool to paint. Uh, it sounds like you could easily pick up a Clone Wars corset to get Obi Wan and some some phase ones. I know you're already chock full of B ones, but you need you'll need Grievous. And you'll want some uh, some of those command cards, things like that. How many uh, how many B ones come in the Battle Force box? Is it six? I think it's six. Yeah. It, so I mean, yeah. It's a so lot. then the two more you can feel all the eight. The Battle Force allows the yeah. eight that you need. So like yeah, okay. honestly, buying the Clone Wars core and Droidicas are in the the Battle Force, but then another set are in the you'll core get an set. extra Grievous, which kind of yeah. sucks. Um, oh, true. But everything I else he's in the Battle if, Force. except for one unit of B1s, which, you know, you might be able to offload to somebody at your local game store who just needs an extra set of B1s. Um, or break them up and throw them on your bases. Yeah. Um, throw them on your clone bases is yeah, destroyed might B1s. Might not be a, a bad way to go. So to really give you a lot of options. Well, and you, you'll you want Obi-Wan. You'll want the phase oh. ones. Barks are you great. You only get three units of B1s. It just feels like six. You only get three inside the, bi- the get, battle okay. box. So. So then, yeah, get okay, a corset. So uh, the corset's even yeah. better then because that'll get you up to six and then you'll still need to potentially then you can, buy some more. Then you can have two poses of Grievous, for one for yeah. when you play the one pip. Yes. Yep. And then, you know, uh, cl- You definitely cloak want the, the upgrade B1s. You're definitely going to yep. want some yep. E5Ss. Um, oh, and they definitely also the... make another core unit. So, like, you can actually yeah. get enough bodies out of that to make another unit. Uh, the, other, the other thing I think, Ben can tell me I'm wrong, I think the very first purchase you should probably make after the corset, it's got to be super tax, right? Are they battle forced? They're not battle forced, but if you're going to go buy a core set, like yeah. it, it gives you a ton of options and some cool commands. Well, you can also get a normal T series, or is that in the battle force as well? No, it's that's that's in the personnel upgrade pack. Right. Yeah. Ben had kind of mentioned. That's right. Video. So yeah, you want the personnel upgrade, but know. you also want yeah, you, yeah, you do, you do, you want you want the personnel upgrade to get the T series, but you also want the uh, yeah, you super also want tech. The specialist forces. Yeah. Um, if you've got the battle force. For clones, you might want to pick up Rex in case you're trying to run that, or just in general, Rex is really fun. Yeah, yeah, Rex, Rex is Rex is cool. Um, Rex is he's, really good. He's really fun as a non 200 point commander. You know, uh, right. also the clone commander in the personnel upgrade pack, similar to the T series. Uh, be a great yeah. grab. Yeah, very good grab. Very important um, grab. Very very important. Make sure to build your Echo and Fives. They're very important. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, Wookiees you can probably wait on until you want to go all three. Um, yeah. So if if you get the clone battle force and the core set, you'll have one RT and one Bark. Whichever one you like better, you might want to pick up another one of it. Um, sure. Just to have some supports, and then whenever you want to get into big vehicles, pick up the the heavy that you think is coolest. Lats can be fun for transporting Jedi. ISPs are fun fire support platforms and sabers are big healthy tanks. You know, they're they all have a role. They're all fun. 
Yeah, but I do think the best bang for your buck for the yeah. setup that you've got going is, I know it's another big investment and it's some very similar stuff, but getting that that Clone Wars core box uh, will be will be pretty instrumental. I mean, uh, it's really rounding those armies out. It's about the same price as buying two phase ones and two B1 boxes. And then you also yeah, get Obi-Wan get Grievous and two supports and, and terrain. And range rulers and barricades and yeah. yeah. And a bunch and, and of upgrade cards. Box will get you a healthy way on both both armies you're trying to build on. So yep, yep, yeah. The question, I guess, I mean, I guess the cores will give you enough, give you a couple of phase ones, mm-hmm. just as, if you need bodies there. Do you recommend we go ahead and pick up the Shadow Collective? I know it's not part of the five hundred first, but all the winning lists with Republic seem to have a lot of pikes in them. Yeah, I don't think I don't, he needs to go into that yet. I don't think you need to go another. We can't say, hey, go buy a. You know, a hundred and fifty dollar battle box, and then another hundred dollar core set, and then another. How much is the the Shadow Collective box? It's, it's, it's a hundred like, bucks, uh, like eighty, eighty five, yeah. yeah, something like that. So I don't, I, I don't necessarily for starting off. I think you'd you'd have to go that way. Um, I would suggest picking up for your CIS at least either Cad Bane, Darth Maul, or Bosk. Um, oh yes, they can Maul's all actually, add a lot of a lot of they're they're super cheap they're all they'll fun. help round out your army and they'll give you some some unique flair uh and then magnas are always amazing i know you i think you get one in the battle force box um but maybe getting the second set what haven't we listed killer. for droids um you're, you're allowed to have maul inside that particular uh invasion that's, force that's so, true true yeah. yeah yeah it's hard to find points for maul and a tank and the rest of it but it is there well, and that's why I brought up the Republic heavies. Is if you've yeah, you've got yeah. an AAT now with your battle force, it's like oh, if you want to, you're trying to have balance mm-hmm. in both. A saber is fun, but honestly, Legion's cool because you can go buy whatever you want. I would yeah. say whatever you want to build and paint, whatever catches your eye, you can make there it are, work. Some units are better, obviously better than others, but you play and practice enough with a particular thing and really get to understand it, you can make it work. Uh, so you're going to spend a lot of time building and painting. So go grab what you want to build, what excites you to build and paint. In our local tournament for the CIS, I'm thinking about going for Invasion Force just so I can say that I've done it. Right. But I had a really good time with an AAT, some Stap Riders, and a bunch of B1s. I could have I a good you. day. I hate you. <laughs> all things I hate. I don't know why I hate the CIS matchup. I don't. I really you really don't. do. You hate, hate it so much. It fills you with rage. I hate that matchup. Cracks me up. Okay. Now that we've been wholesome and helpful... Yep. Yes. <clears throat> Let's get dirty. Let's get. In the he mud. would like to know why we are so hostile to arcs and fluttercrafts. All right. Let's so let me start, start with the arcs first. Yeah. Let's start with arcs yeah, in start, a bubble. Let's start with those guys. At, at the very beginning, the arcs touched us in our no-no places repeatedly yeah. and yes. often, and at yes, range. Yes, they did. They did. So yeah. standbys we were shared. DCS, guns were fired. They showed up and immediately yanked them by increasing the points so hard we never saw them again. Well, it was not. Um, it was not immediately. It was a year and a half later. <laughs> they, they yanked them. Well, and, six uh, months uh, later, they they said no to the standbys. Yeah. Then a year after that, they still took the points down because they were still really good. Well, it's because or, they like I mean, we're going to take away standby sharing and then give you exemplar on our next three waves of releases. Oh, that's true too. Look, <laughs> that is also kind of true. <laughs> It's not There's my fault you can't sharing. kill Padme. Because uh, <laughs> she's behind that wall and does nothing but grab She stones. has to have line of sight to the friendlies. You, you can find her. <laughs> but yes, the, the arcs I were like very the overpowered. Then they, they, they were, were nerfed very, overpowered. very, very much. Uh, their, their sniper lost critical. They went up six points on the full team and I think six points on the strikes as well. Mm-hmm. It, was, yep. it was a spiked nerf bat. 
It was great. Yeah. It, and yeah. I'm not, they deserved it. They did. They deserved it. <laughs> but I think all of those added up is a bit much. Yeah. No, I, I would agree. I would absolutely agree. And so yeah. right now they feel, feel quite inefficient when they're on the table. Um, yes. They have impervious, but if you're not rolling the extra dice for that, they have the same save as any other clone trooper. Mm-hmm. But you're paying mm-hmm. seven, like you're paying quite a bit more of a premium per model, so each death feels yeah. a lot worse. Um, mm-hmm. They're still very good as a bravery two trooper with tactical moving and shooting, but yes, that when you're paying 120 points for that, yeah, it, it feels feels bad when they start evaporating, and now your move shoot is black, black, red. If you could find a way to like consistently get two surge tokens on them, I think they would feel a lot better. But Echo can give you one because he adds yeah. reliable. Then if you're in 501st, you have to take a phase two. Yeah, I mean, right. you can build or, like aggressive tactics builds. You can do stuff like that, but that's even but more points even into more trying points, to make yeah. an expensive unit okay. Yep. No, I agree. So. Um, yeah. I, I love the arcs as far as thematics. I love what they do. Oh, and even when they were at their worst, the models, I appreciated them. The models are fantastic. And the rules yeah. are very reflective of what I would want them to do. And I love yes. that they can have jetpacks. I love the whole kit, yeah, kit and super, caboodle. They're probably one of the most flexible pieces on the on the table. That they can oh, they're sniper, great. Or they can shoot really good at range two or range three. I kind of wish they, they had they another generic weapon option. Like, a, you know, most of the other... Special Forces teams like this mm-hmm. have a, a saboteur. That would be cool, is what I'm saying. That, no, that would be cool. I, I mean, honestly, that really surprised me. I thought for sure we were going to get an eye maybe on a, maybe a Maybe a saboteur with jump is a little dumb. I don't know. Probably. I probably. do not know. Pro- but yeah, at, probably. At this point, I, yeah. I, at the original at price point, point, we're yes. never going to get one. No, but no, yeah, no. It's, it's anybody's guess. Um, but... They're, they're still fun to use. Don't get us wrong. Like, move, shoot with, with an aim, and you're rolling, especially if it's range two, and you can get red, black, yeah, if you can close. four black, four white, maybe some surge tokens. Yeah, if, if you spool them up, they do really good work, but right now, they're just probably that uh, that points, points yeah, increase really hurts them. Yeah, two updates, they got hit probably about three or four different ways, and they probably needed to get hit one less way. Um there's also yes. the issue of dice pool increases. I mean, you yeah. you were seeing some fire yep. supports that had god-awful numbers of dice in them. Yep, that you could essentially fix with all the, the token spam and shit. Yeah, yeah. The, when you used to be able to spend an unlimited amount of aim tokens, you could take their dice yeah. pool that doesn't surge and just say, I'm rolling this until it's all hits. Yep. You know, yeah. That has also get, been limited, you know, so the so, non-surging yeah. dice pool feels a little bad. 18 so. dice getting thrown at you. That it, Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, I just have to do that with a support unit that has hit surge hit automat on its own and then that works a lot better and I kill all the yeah. things you I mean that you way. still got the merit of using them as a fire support platform though of a sharpshooter which which is nice. Yeah, um, but wookies. But the points to get them there and get everyone lined yeah. up no, and sharpshooter wookies also surge. Then. 100%. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's there's a lot of yeah. better options in Republic right now. Hopefully that change that changes to where arcs become a more competitive choice especially with 501st being very arc yeah. themed. Yep, right. I agree. But uh, we'll see. So for our event today, Will was created as we do our notes. And so we're using long shanks as the moment for our, 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 our board there. So you can track stats. I do actually like long shanks. Will and I use it for Guild Ball. And so we went to go look at you know what the top factions were by number of plays in the 501st. <laughs> now granted, it has a low data set. So it's not a ton of numbers for the 501st. But it's like a, was it 31% win rate? 36. It was... 
36 it was it was not great it's, yeah it's not great um yeah and and i and that great again that's just long shanks but i think if we were to go off to the fifth trooper and look at and their that's stuff, events it's it, if you have yeah. fun play it you know if you have fun play it absolutely and hopefully so, we'll get we'll get buffs for them in the future that make them better on curve with the rest of the republic special forces yeah, that'd be great that would be fantastic Speaking right. of things that should only be played if you're having fun. Flutter. All right. <laughs> ben, Ben, I'll fight you. <laughs> come up, Brosif. I'm going to go make some popcorn. I'll be back. Guys. Yeah. I'll have fun. Okay. <laughs> I am not hostile to Fluttercrafts. First of all, <laughs> it is the peanut gallery who has never seen or played a Fluttercraft that wishes to talk shit. <laughs> hey, listen! I've seen plenty of fluttercrafts because they're a bear to transport. Like You've I've seen them on a table that you solutions. are playing Legion on. Yes, I have actually. <laughs> I've, I saw them when I was judging tables. I actually Hold played. On. When against was the last time you, you played a fluttercraft? Will I played against them? <laughs> All right, and got grenades dropped on my face, and I did not appreciate it. <laughs> did not appreciate them at all. But they. I concede they're probably the third strongest support unit out of three. <laughs> out of three? Yep. Yep. That is some um, faint praise we're damning them with. <laughs> but I do believe that if you're playing a, a niche, that if you're trying to create one at least, you would be more able to do so with flutters than with arcs. The investment is less of your sure. list. They have yeah. more of a flexible approach where they have speed, they have flight, they have ability to move around the table with speeder and reposition they can at least offer more flexibility as far as what they can do in a game than arcs do is what i would say That's if fair. we're comparing okay. them now just the unit itself it's fun it's not very tough but it's fun and i think in the right hands with a lot of practice you can get you can get enough practice to know where they need to be how you can hide how you can move out of dangerous yeah. places range control play limb viz forever stuff like that <laughs> To get them the right setup. So I think that's my takeaway from Fluttercrafts. In the right hands, it is a yeah. high floor, high ceiling. Unit. Yes. You can do many things with it. Your but first few games with it, it might just practice, evaporate. Yes, just pop. And don't bring just one. You, that's one. No. That's one like the Wookiees we kind of mentioned. You got to kind of buy in and go all out with them. Uh, yeah, you need, I think you need you, multiples. I, I think you can do two or three, but probably yeah. not just one. Just one um, is kind of a... It's a, a weird side thing happening. <laughs> yeah. And and again, thematically, the model is absolutely beautiful. It's, it's awesome. It does exactly what you think it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It does. The stats just make it doesn't hold up well flying directly at a thing. Sure. And, and part of me is, as a rebel player, would love to be able to add Fluttercraft to my arsenal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just don't think it... I think it's a fine unit... I just do not think it meshes with the rest of the Republic Army at all. When, not really. When you're building this clone gun line with, you know, Obi-Wan or Anakin kind of spooling it up and standing in place, and then you've got these three screaming Banshees as the only thing running at your opponent. They're the only thing to shoot at, and so of course they're going to die. When I can shoot the the thing coming at me in the sky that's got six wounds on a white save, or I can go after you know, a six wound phase one with a red save behind heavy cover at range. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go after the thing that's about to run me over. So they actually have a lot of ways to mitigate the like problem of speeders YOLOing too fast. 
Yes. Uh, repos- with reposition, they can actually do a very effective like non-move hover turn, where you. That's true. Yeah. Repos- I, you you reposition. Yeah. Reposition. Uh, move it at a hard right turn. Reposition right, hard right turn back to where you started. And there, there. It's also to note that they are. It doesn't make a difference on every table, but when it matters, it really matters. The fact that it's speeder two and not oh, speeder yeah. one. Oh yes. And uh, can make a world of difference. <clears throat> and when you're not playing against Rebel Heroes, cover two will come in handy. It's so. always having heavy cover. Sure. It's your only protective measure. Um, I think we, I think they have a comm slot, so you could put emergency transponders on them now. Yeah, transponders is probably uh, going to be a little bit of new lifeblood for them. Yeah. You know, for my T-47s, it's made a world of difference. Yeah. I'm on team Bowcaster with the Flutters. I think that's a, a sleeper pick. Even, I, I even was the, just going to ask that question. I, I think that you can do the uh, the move in place, mm-hmm. two moves to get back to where you were. You keep the rear arc on them. And, yeah. Impact and those, Pierce those is fire a hell supports. of a keyword combo. Yeah. And it, it, it plays off your, uh, your fire supporting clone troopers because now they're shooting into something with surges and Pierce and impact. Yep. You know, if you've got an RPS rocket, now it's impact three Pierce one. That's pretty cool. So it, there, there are definitely options with that. I think what you said about it being a more isolated piece that doesn't fit in applies a lot yeah. more to the bombardier rushing forward and getting shot at, like you're saying. What if you gave the gunner uh, arsenal just so you could use the back gun and the front gun at the same time? I think the pilot's guy doesn't have an arc. Yeah, he's it not doesn't. Arc restricted. It doesn't. So then you'd always have an extra black die on your bowcaster shot. <laughs> yeah, extra black white. Yeah. Yeah. If it's range two. Mm. Yeah. Six dice out, out the back. It wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. It for would not hurt. Points. I mean, seventy nine with a transponder to have a dodge for that time you're exposed, or an aim if you really want to do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a thing. It's it's got the you know the the immune blast melee range one yeah. weapons. So you're not going to yeah, catch a, you know Jedi with it. It's got the T seventy keywords, so it's not able to be just yoinked. Right. Um, I will say, like the T forty seven, it can actually hide behind high enough terrain. Yeah. Yep. Just because of the nature enough, of this model, yeah. Yeah. the Fluttercraft has a little bit harder time for that. It's a it's, it's bigger than a bigger, yeah. Yeah, it's got a lot more spindly bits. Yeah, and with catch vehicles, you just gotta see any part of the plastic, and yep, and you can go after it. So yep, yeah. But I, I don't think that's the aspect that's breaking. No, the, oh the, no, I'm just saying no, no. unit. You you gotta really think outside the box with them. Yeah, yeah. I th- so I think it just comes down to to faction cohesion and yeah. I think like Will's saying, you can fit the the gunner in probably more places. I think if you're going to go full Wookiee skew, the bombardier is the way to go as you oh, tie yeah. everybody up in melee oh, with yes, your, yes. your Wookiees and then drop bombs on them. Um, but there's a couple different ways to play it. But like much like arcs, arcs are not dead in the water. You just really have to have a plan with how to use both of these units. They are not plug and play, easy to execute like some of the some of the others and the the criticism with arcs is for all for really the civil war um because bx's have kind of fallen off because of better options uh, the commando strike teams are just so whether they're scout troopers or rebels are just so plug and play like that you right. they don't take a lot of you know inventory in your your thought space where you can just kind, and of, kind only, of set them and they aim and shoot aim and shoot they're aim and shoot. sub 50 point yeah models yeah. The the arc strike is 70 something. Yep. 
or 68. I just can't see a place where you take a naked one, a, a naked Fluttercraft. No. Oh, like, have it no. For 55 points, it's just not no. enough impact to do anything. No, you Nobody take a naked... Pain in the behind. Take a naked Bark instead. Yeah, absolutely. And you get speed three and a red save. Yep. But I think I mean, the reason... naked RT for 60. I mean, Bark's all the way. I, I think the reason Fluttercraft have more popularity is just that if you're going to do a Fluttercraft skew thing, it's only a hundred it's only like two hundred something points rather than you know, that's that's two units of arcs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that it's it's easier to list build around the Fluttercraft idea and also have like a Wookiee Chieftain and Wookiee units and stuff like that happening. Rather than trying to play the five oh first with or just a normal list with yeah, full arc I mean, teams. If you're gonna take if we're gonna take flutters, you almost have to kind of run a pseudo Wookiee battle force in a, in a, in, a, in a way of thinking. Essentially. So you you say that and every time we talk about this, like, well, we keep talking about like they're a faction, a sub force, you know, a battle faction. Mm-hmm. And I really Man, felt like you used going so to many combinations of words there, and none of yeah. them were correct. Subforce battle collection. <laughs> I mean, but like the Wookiees felt like they were going to be the first battle faction that we had, right? I mean, they really, yeah. and this somehow didn't become that. They yeah, they were not the first war menagerie. They're a they're because a pseudo they battle sub faction. Yeah, I mean they've got special yeah. forces. They have unique command cards. They've so what if the we just Republic, Republic only? Yes. I mean, yeah. they don't have a core. Like, that's the problem. They don't have a core. Right. There's no Wookiee core here. No. Yes. So, um, does it break the game if we say that the Wookiees can only use Wookiee onlys, which includes basically just a Fluttercraft? Well, you could also um, just say you have no core requirement. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We just say that, you have to have Wookiee commanders, whew, five, we'll give them five special forces. Five special forces. That is so many wounds of Wookiees. That's that's it's terrifying. Eight, eight, nine activations. I think because I actually been playing with tabletop simulator. You spam with fluttercrafts. <laughs> uh, you can you get five Wookiee warriors with bowcasters, a Wookiee chieftain, um, five fluttercrafts, five, five this- sources of fierce impact. I guess three <laughs> fluttercraft is is eight. That sounds terrible. Nine with a chieftain. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you don't get, you, you, you get nine activations. Geez. You you get some. You get hard for points at some point. Like you have difficulty with that five. I mean, I think the only maybe eight nine activations. I think the issue with that is there's not enough Wookiee options to so where you have what is it five units? You have the two yeah, Wookiee flavors, Chieftain, Chewie, and Flutters. What, yes, I mean you. I think you do have the options if we're like going to weird wild wild Westland where you can take just Wookiee warriors as your as your options. Because we really, for Republic, have five Wookiee options. You've got shooty and melee Wookiees that can take, I think, are reasonable with both weapons. Yes. And then I don't think you ever take a shooty Wookiee with a battle shield, but... You um, could. It's an you, option. It's an option you were legally allowed to do, and then I'll yes. scratch my head and look at you. Indeed. Um, <laughs> but you really do, like, each... Whenever you put a different configuration of Wookiee with a different heavy weapon, it feels like a very different unit. Yes, but, I mean, there's just... It would be very samey, other than sure. those different weapons. Like, it's... Well, I think you you need... Yeah. I think you need the cheaper activations of, like, the core requirement is kind of a blessing because you need cheap activations just to round out your act count. I mean, you could do something like the uh, Blizzard Force Stormtroopers unit, yeah. where it's like a... You bring a unit that's only, it's only three Wookiees that are, you know, three wounds a piece and they don't have a special weapon option or a personnel upgrade. They're just three Wookiees with their pistols and swords. Yeah. 
and that's your that's your core unit Wookies, and then your special ones are the spe- have weapons, so they're special forces. Air quotes. There there so, are options. Right. Take the Kashyyyk defenders and then just strip them of keywords. Well, and and Kashyyyk, if you're doing a Republic Kashyyyk themed force, there are clones on Kashyyyk. We just don't yep. have those clones in the game, other than Phase Twos, technically. And I, was about to say, it's just, I mean, they were Phase Twos. It's just different helmets. And... No, there's, well, there's the there are bespoke Phase Two clones, and then there are also Phase Two Scout clones that we don't have in the game, and we'll probably right. get at some right. point. I think as our third core option, we'll see. Give me Scout One core units, please. Um, no way. So, all right, I'll just so make let's say we Ryan just took it down cry. To... <laughs> if you took Noble Fighters, gave them two bodies, that's still six health as a core, basically, to just drop their point mm, cost down. Yeah. I mean... Or you do something like... Basically, 23 points apiece is what they actually cost per per model. Yeah. It, it's tw- 23 points per. I don't know. Yeah, it's just... There's not enough units to call it its own battle force, I would say. Yeah, and my guess... I'm, we're not testers by any stretch. My guess is this was at one point a battle force early in development, and then they're probably just you could throw Yoda it was in, not I guess. different enough uh, to yeah. really merit the rules document that they knew that they were going to need to make it a battle force, and so they just kind of included it, which is the only reason I can see uh, they had to tack on all the command cards to specify that they're Republic Wookies, yeah, or, or Republic only. Um, when they decided not to make an, 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 it an exclusive battle force. Even if the Wookiee command cards weren't Republic only, they all say when you're issued by a Wookiee trooper commander and you don't have Which any. Which Rebels so, do not have as right. of yet. yet. You would have had to get a Wookiee chieftain of your own or something. We're, hey, we're gonna, we might right. get a Wookiee commander sometime soon. Listen, we'll see if, we'll see if ATST Chewbacca's Chewbacca. grandfather. <laughs> we may get ATST Lumbaca. Chewbacca uh, as a field commander. That's I think. Probably not. I think the fact Tim that Wookiees are not Tim would cry. <laughs> I think the fact that Wookiees are not a battle force is what gives them a lot more of the flexibility, though. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I think it's it's be. honestly it's probably a good thing for them. I don't know. We but all it is, know that there are people out there who want this to be a battle force. Like, oh yeah. Oh, there was there's a dude. Oh, I cannot remember his name. I met at LVO. Who he's like converted his yeah, entire army. He converted everything into Wookies. Like how many Wookie expansion packs? Because it wasn't all just three D printed. He bought so many Wookies and then like taped, reposed you know, and like, green stuffed Rebel Z sixes and and all the weapons yeah. on them. Like it was an entire army of Wookies. It was amazing. Yeah. Leaving money on the table, AMG. Leaving right? money on the table. <laughs> I think if they if they wanted, they could make it the second battle force with a new box that yeah. has other Wookiee yes. options in it, like the giant pontoon boat heavy flying unit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. On the, the one uh, that I thought we were getting instead of the Fluttercraft. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we got the Fluttercraft instead. <laughs> want to talk about spindly well, listen, flying bits? We'll That'll be even worse. We do appreciate you. Like I said, we yeah, appreciate we do, it. We, want, we, we do want our glad you're getting into the game more seen. Yeah, glad you're getting the game. We want them to be in the game. We just recognize that there are reasons why they're not right now. So yeah, yes, but maybe someday have fun with if the. If you co- go back and listen the to the old, old Stabcast, it, oh, don't. we weren't just hostile to Fluttercraft and Arcs. We were hostile towards the entire entire Republic faction for a year yes. and a half. I had my throne of salt. Yes, and it was <laughs> you lived on that throne for a long time. Bro. I did you really years, for quite yeah. some time. And now it's I dismantled took it and dissolved. For a period of about three weeks, 
uh, yeah. when I was king of the castle with my Magnus and my spiders. I took it back for and about then, a month with Shadow Collective, and now it's yeah. Empire is who has now the it's yeah, all the speeder bikes, all the all the speeder <laughs> bikes which can't sit on it because they have to use speeder. <laughs> the throne is actually carried between four speeder bikes. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so we got a, we got another letter that uh, I think we're all going to have some pretty spicy takes on it, and I'm excited for. I'm still feisty. Fuck you. Hey, guys, <laughs> love the show. If Force Push was bumped up to 15, would you still take it? What if it was 20? At what cost do you think it's no longer an auto-include? Uh, said another way, do you think the card needs a cost increase uh, to see it? If it's more of a decision to include it or not, thanks, Tuscan Raider. Force push will always be the most game state changing card in Legion. No other upgrade in the game. No other upgrade. No objective scores. You can push people out of intercept transmissions, off of key positions, away from boxes, off evaporators, until we get another card that allows you to move your opponent's models off of objectives and change the actual outcome of games, it will always be taken. The only thing even of its point cost. The only thing even close to it is Vader's Might, which is a one-time command card that lets you place enemy right. models and throw them. Um, it it all of these options require at least a hundred and fifty point investment. Yes. Because yeah. you have to have a Jedi at a minimum. Yes. I think every does every faction does CIS have a way to or not CIS Mall. Uh, Republic have a way to move Dooku's got a card that can move people. Luke's got a card in Serve Your Master that can move enemy units. Vader's got Vader's Might. I do not have a card that can make yeah. enemies move like that, no. Okay, so it's just Republic. <laughs> Rip. And Shadow um. Collective, technically, does not <laughs> yeah, have an okay. option. I uh, care. Yeah. Shadow Collective. <laughs> well, Shadow, um, buff Shadow Collective. Card, no. I don't Sh- think it's a... It's a. So the original question, though. I don't think it's a point cost thing. It's a design philosophy thing. (laughs) And the reason I say that is, like, look at Commander Luke. I think you, if force push goes up to where it's too expensive, not only does it go away, all of the force users go away. All of the reason to take a force users go away. Because I think a lot of the cost of force push is baked into how expensive force push platforms are. Are you really about to argue that, that force push is okay because it's the tax is built in other places? Yeah, I am. Mm. That's why we don't see Commander Luke because Commander Luke mm. is you know my cheapest access to to force push, but he's so bad he doesn't get it. It's not he doesn't have refresh. So you think it's, you could you think you would take Jedi if they bumped up force push to a point cost where you wouldn't take it, where you take you fill those slots with other. Other places, you would still play Jedi. Uh, Republic also has two very different Jedi to your Luke comparison. Yeah. Mine are very so supportive. So, like, doesn't have a Master of the Force piece, but he does have the ability to refresh himself. Yeah. In a card and the extra and the extra ability. Like yeah, an extra third action. action. Yeah. Right. Obi-Wan and Anakin can happily sit back and buff their army for a long time and then have a short spat of a duel. Okay. They don't live yes. entirely in the dive, force push, last first, move out kind of thing they can happily because of force push but because of force push i, mean, I think i think the issue is separating when you use it good i think the issue is separating force push from the play style of jedi because they're so intertwined yeah i agree with that so that's what i see that's why you're 
you're coming from that angle. But if you try to separate it, yeah, it's like 10, 10 points on the surface looks very cheap to have that much of an effect on the game board. But like you're saying, it's it's part of a bigger cost. I, I don't know. This is a hard one. And I mean, if one. we got cheaper Jedi, like, you know, if we ever get the generic if Grogu had Jedi a force commander upgrade for Republic, <laughs> it's like a, a hundred point Jedi unit. I think at that point, it's okay to jack the cost of force push because it would kind of have to be expensive to go on such a cheap platform. But I don't think we'll ever see something, at least as it stands now, a force user with a, with a force upgrade slot with uh, under 140, 130 points. I would hope like, not. Commander Luke, I think we all agree, needs to come down, but he won't because of force push and because he has access to six command guards. I would put him down to like one, what is he, 160 now? He's whatever Maul is. Um, yeah, one sixty. I'd put him at I'd put him at one, one forty five or something. I mean, Anakin's one fifty five now. I think, or is he one? I don't know. Anyway, Jedi are creeping down, but it's still. I get why you're saying we shouldn't have cheap access to it and don't, but it's still such a powerful thing. I don't. It know. It is. So that that being said, if we can't fix it through point costing, what if we fix it by making it expendable? You get it once, time. but you only get it once. And it Ooh. goes to and it goes to five points maybe, or ten. Yeah, whatever, whatever the point cost, it still makes it a thing. But because part of the issue with it is that you can use it's, it, refresh with, it with use Master it, of the Force. It's such a if you don't have an answer for it, it's such a bad feels. Like such a I, bad I move your unit here, I charge them, kill most of them, push them away. The next turn, charge a different unit, kill most of them. Like it's it's the Jedi yeah. pinball. It's just your whole unit and, is dying and you can't respond. Force push, I think, is one of those one of those upgrades. I think we could probably all clearly remember the first game we played with someone who really understood how to play. Oh yeah, force push Jedi yes. pinball. I'm still and sore. Just mopped the floor with us. It is a, it is a you know the ten point upgrade that I think separates good players from great players. And like Will said, if you don't have an answer for it, like I don't think every list obviously needs force push, but you have to have a plan for it. Yes. Um, which that, is uh, which can just be this is happening, like, yeah, yeah. Know. Which is what I do a lot with my B ones. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, what's the thing that's happened here? Oh wow, I move how out brave of you to accept the death arms. of B ones? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I know I'm gonna have to waste some time with withdrawing out of the bubble wraps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For those of us who who have to spend points on core, it feels a lot worse. <laughs> I spent my thirty eight points solidly, sir. Thirty eight. God. Up to, sometimes fifty with a with a weapon. Wow. Yes, exactly. Sometimes. <laughs> Don't forget, he gets two extra wounds more than the rest of us. Uh huh. Two extra bodies that you have to roll hits for, regardless. Yep. Yes. 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 Regardless of my blank defense dice, you do actually no, have to roll the hits it's, first. It's just yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I mean, so we talk about this. I don't play a lot of Jedi's in my CIS. Yeah. And I should probably my Dooku. I mean, when I when I've done it, Maul Dooku is so gross because you're force pushing everybody everywhere to do all yep. the stuff. Will has done some nasty things to me with Anakin Obi Wan. I was like, ha ha, and it's just ugliness. I mean, oh, yes. I had a great game last year in Austin or in Dallas where it was, you know, Anakin Obi Wan against me and my mall. And I think we were like, well, he's going to move him here, but then on the next activation, he's going to move him back over here, and now we're back in contact. And now Obi's going to go, so he's going to push somebody else out. I mean, and I think it was just if craziness. you make force push and expend. I think that happens just even more where you just it just turns into force push chicken because whoever force pushes last gets the better end of the bargain. Yes. Um, yeah, but that means it either isn't getting played or it has to be used at a place where strategically it works, 
which may be I push your guy out so I can shoot them. Or I push your guy out this one last, you hold it to the very end kind of thing. I don't, I don't know that expend is the right answer. Uh, and I don't think that it's tough. It's tough. Um, Part of me. That's why it's a good question. Thank, thank you, Tuscan Yeah, it, 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 yeah it, thank it you. It is an interesting question. Part of me doesn't like that the force upgrades slot feels like it's resolved into there are three cards you choose. <laughs> and then there the rest... are some just bad force upgrades. Yes, 100%. there are. And there are some that are so niche that it's like, well, you could battle med, I guess. Like, there's different tiers of it, but it's just like reflexes, saber throw, force push. Like, uh, I, I don't even know that I would put. Like reflexes has gone a bit away because more and more command cards are right. giving ways to give those dodge tokens. Um, I think you got to put barrier in that conversation. Yeah, um, I would especially put especially Mr. Republic Obi Wan Kenobi. I would put barrier um, in like B tier with mind trick. Like those are still useful, but have sure. to be on a unit that has a plan for it. Well, yes. I, I think yes. Op Luke is probably the only one who ever, 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 ever considers Mind Trick just for serve. I don't know that anybody else ever takes it. It's, yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. It, it has a very, Barrier's probably a little less specialized than that. That's true. Battle As we've gotten more Jedi with the ability to do a ranged attack, for, Saber Throw yeah. has come away, but it's still... There's a few units, units where you need it. it. it well, like on Maul, who can make it four reds, is, it's amazing. Or on Anakin, who needs to attack um, with Relentless, or Vader with uh, Relentless. Right. Um, stuff like that. It's like when Battle Meditation shows up, and no mm -hmm. one's expecting it, because we haven't seen it in a while, because it's not one of those things usually stapled in. Like, they oh, have, look, yeah. They have that weird plan awesome to do with the order of the one thing that needs it, and you're like, oh, God. But the cool yeah, thing about oh. Battle Med, <laughs> Battle Med has actually seen, in my mind, a bit of a resurgence, not because of anything about the card, but because we've gotten other things that do wonky things to get more orders out, so it's yeah. been indirectly buffed, uh, right. which was which is really clever. Um, but I don't. But know. then there's well, see, that's where you're giving them credit. I don't know that that was an intended side effect. I don't know that it was an intended side effect either. Um, <laughs> then there's guidance and guidance, fear hope and, hope. and fear are so bad, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> now that there's a command slot upgrade for Inspire Two, <laughs> yeah. Um, mm -hmm. you can make force guidance free. I don't think people would take it. And then lift. <laughs> uh -huh. You, could, I could see guidance <laughs> being cool if it was not tappable. Yeah. I, so I love what they tried to do with force lift. I love no, it. No, here. But also, I get. Don't talk about the way they broke it. lift. Don't we don't need force to bring lift that up. Is, it needs to not be in the game. We, yeah, one hundred percent. It's not so dumb. It's such a dumb idea because you can just win so many feels bad games with it. Don't even talk about the thing, Ryan. We don't need to tell Should people. I that, no, don't perp, don't I'm, give I'm someone the to, idea. I'm going to say I'm going to edit you, you out. Do this to an opponent, uh, you should feel bad, and you're a bad person. See, this is where I'm a nice guy and never even thought about actually blockading off a, a, a piece. If you, of, you, you know, this is where I'm going to bleep token. out the recipe to thermite yep. that we're effectively publishing. <laughs> Go ahead, then. Uh, no, our Turner I mean, diary. This is this is known. People know this. Um, Your people know this. Yes, the evil. Uh, to where you... Yes. Well, that's... They can alleviate that through the margin of error rules uh, to make sure that doesn't happen. But rules is written You right now. You, you can do that, and it's awful. Outside of that, though, uh, Force Lift is a trash card. Yes. And that's um, what's so terrible is that the only yes. valid play is like yeah. the, one of the worst things you can do to a person. The negative force pushing them off a the table. In PE. 
Yeah. So, yes. so here's why I went with expend because I think we saw a great increase in burst of speed. We for have a one-time effect that is a really cool thing. The one time you need it. I should have mentioned burst on that top four. Uh, yeah, no burst. Burst is amazing. Burst probably took um, reflexes spot in the top three there. Yeah, it, it kind of did. But burst for me is unlike force push. It's something you only need once. Would you do it and more than once? The card doesn't. Could? The card doesn't. Well, it doesn't work. Because if you ma- like master of the force it back, and you've got immobilized tokens and burst of speed, then you're not really s- slowed down anymore. So you um, only do it on three rounds out of the f- out of the six, which seems which seems a little bonkers. We don't want Op Luke or Commander Vader or Palpatine moving speed three for half of the game. But, yes, but um, aren't we also <laughs> saying that force pushing people six rounds out of a game seems bad because of how game changing it can be? Yeah, but force push. I would be. It's speed one. How it's many less games bad. are you force pushing six times? Because it's, at least the thing with burst of speed is it's a, around you, and it doesn't matter where your your opponent is. Force push at least has a range requirement. What I think they need to do rather than points, and I hate it. Force push should probably have a line of sight requirement. It doesn't. It does not. No. What the. No. No, that, that's the thing. You could always be like, are you on the other <laughs> side of this wall? I feel you. I Come walk uh, with you here. I if, never even if thought about if we that. Wanna, if the point of this conversation is to like make force push more of a question about whether I take it or not and to add more counterplay around it, I think adding a line of sight requirement is the way to do it rather See, than points. But here's the thing. I think 90% of your cases, don't you don't worry about line of sight because you're looking at them. They're right next to you or you're in combat with yeah, them. Yeah, it's never come up I, where... I've oh, not had line of sight. I would, I would disagree. I would disagree with that. I've used it all the time to pull people okay. out from behind cover but, to be able to shoot them with the rest of my squads, not just the bubble wrap. We already talked about how you're a bad person. So yeah. you're right. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah. I mean, this is why. I, so force push because we talk about this because I play Grievous. He's a Jedi, but not a Jedi because I don't get access to it. You get I get lightsabers. A lot. I get the scale. I get a lot of things that are Jedi like. I don't get that piece of it. And so it makes a difference. And that's one of the reasons I think his cost came down. While Grievous' yeah. cost is, is yeah. now much cheaper there. But I, I think Force Push, when you can use it three or four times in a game, I do think that's probably at a place that's not great for gameplay because it so dramatically affects so many of the actual objective play. All right. Thought. What if we add a similar restriction to Mind Trick where it doesn't affect other Jedi commanders, etc.? Because... In the mirror of Force oh, Push, it sucks. It is such a weird, wibbly wobbly. I push you, a charge here. Non- yeah, it has operative. to be a yeah. Ooh, I like that plan. You I can do. still pinball. Uh, engagements, I don't know. engagements get from, so weird in when it's a Jedi game, Jedi from with from a, push. From a thematic standpoint, I can't get behind that. For gameplay, maybe. But just the fact that like I can't push this Dinjarin just because he's got a little rank icon next to him, um, when I should be able to throw him against the wall to, to get away from him. Okay, uh, but if it's just if, they have a if it's just upgrade. wizards throwing each other against the wall, we must be playing Lord of the Rings because that's all it turns out to be is like I'm now engaged with you, then I push you away so my guys can shoot you. Well, then I engage with you, then I push you away so my guys can shoot you. It just becomes then, a wizard fight. Yeah, so let me, maybe let me ask uh, this question. Are we? Because I'm not making this argument, but it sounds like maybe Ben is, and I don't know if Will is or not. Are we? Are you suggesting that like force push is unbalanced? Like it is. It is. It needs addressing. I, 
I, yeah, I kind of am. Now now that we've kind of dug into it, now that I've really exposed I, my thoughts on this, I I am because, I don't, don't get me wrong, you're paying the 150-point tax to yeah. get there. But those Jedis also have a ton of other things they do in addition to this 10-point this change the objective scores ability. Because, at, at, once again, I played just Rebels. At that point, if if Force Push gets too unbearable... Luke is then just a big melee stick. Why am I not taking literally two sets of Wookiees in pl- in his place? Because they will do far more melee damage than Luke's lightsaber will for this like point for point. Because you can still play serve your master and his command cards and his three exactly pit. like his command cards make all the difference there. <sighs> all I still, the difference. I just take twelve wounds of Wookiees or tw- twenty four wounds of Wookiees instead of seven wounds of Luke. Car- hey, remember- command cards be damned. Your Luke also has disengage. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. <laughs> your Luke actually has ability if, to get out of there. If I can go yeah, back to he's the two hundred points, if I can go back to the unbalanced question. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think inherently it is an unbalanced mechanic in that it is so one sided that it's just hey, I'm going to move your models here for a minute. Like that is an unbalanced concept. Yes. I think that it is mitigated by what Ryan says with the availability tax and the kinds of units that can use it, that sort of thing. I don't know if that's enough. As someone who played Double Force Push, it's real dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I've done it a couple times, and it's real dumb, but it works well. I mean... Like, I was taking standbys, pushing their unit just to not move them. Obi-Wan would murder them then anakin would stand by obi-wan would force push someone anakin would murder them then obi-wan would get two more actions like it's there's so many like plays and things you can do off of it and your Mm -hmm. opponent has zero ability to say no like if if there was some way for a jedi to also cancel a force push that could be interesting you tap tap your force push to cancel a force push yeah some way to defend Um, against it interesting a a counter with that said if we look at SoCal, yeah. which I just pulled up the, the numbers for that, out of the top eight, how many force pushes do you think there were? Maybe one. There were two. Okay. There was uh, one Anakin and one Luke. So I don't think it's 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 obviously at that at that point not a, so broken that nobody can overcome no, it. But it I'm, is, I'm saying unbalanced it, in the sure. in the measure of not so much like overpowered. It's unbalanced in there's no countering it other than no, knowing no, that, about it and fair. playing to not have it affect you, which is such a There's no way for out. a thoughtful opponent to be able to counterplay, which is an argument that you, Ryan, have uh, made quite often in this. You can backstop I, it I with think you can counter. Like I the, think you can counterplay. I stay at range three and shoot you in the yeah. face. You 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 <laughs> have to you have to zone around and create these no man lions that the force because like so, making the so you the can see the objective user right. <laughs> for until you can deal with the 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 the. The force push weapon, yeah. I mean, so you're yes. telling me that all of these guys who have two force slots are not going to put burst of speed in the other one to, to clear that zone? I mean, I mean they probably that's are. The thing they do. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm absolutely saying. Absolutely, what like, they're doing. Um, so now I've just spent eight points to do it. I guess thirteen if I really want to do it. I mean, but once again, it's on a super expensive platform. Yes. Who has three command cards or more and I'm fantastic not, abilities in it itself? I'm not saying that I want the like. I think that. Jedi are an important counter to gun lines once they get into yes. them. They can also be weak to gun lines if it's played wrong or if it just goes poorly and you get shot to death, that kind of thing. Yeah, rough deployment or but, a rough take. And I, yeah. I don't want Napoleonic 
be one lines firing back and forth like Ben does. Listen, just because you so, lost that game by 20 I was about to say, Ben did start this discussion <laughs> with, for having a vehement stance of no <laughs> force, <laughs> force pushes <laughs> broken. It's like, I don't play a lot of Jedi, but... <laughs> I, think, I think it's important to have an ability like this. I just don't know if it's... It just feels bad. And I don't know how to fix that with, while maintaining a way to have this much inter- interactability with the board. Because I think that is... It's good to have in the game. I just don't know mm-hmm. if it needs to be tweaked to be a little less much. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm treading a I, weird line here that I like it. Yeah, I think it. it. I think it's fine to to Tuscan Raiders' original question though, to make it more a more of a choice of your your force power loadout. I don't think that'll ever be in question. I think I think just the nature of like we talked about a force push being able to to determine games. I don't take I don't take Jedi because I want to play a cool Jedi character and a melee skew. I when I play a Jedi, like I it means I want to play force push in a list, so therefore I have to take a Jedi. Okay. So the cart comes before the horse. If that what makes if, sense. What and if, I think if you separate those two ideas out from each other, I don't know that I ever play Jedi. What if all Jedi go down five and Force Push is fifteen? Well, we're just that's just a, a stalemate. We're already there. I mean, but then if you don't play Force Push, your Jedi is more value. Ooh, I mean, I'm I, I'm I, I still play Force Push because, like I said, I take I am playing a Jedi because I want access to Force Push. I think I don't. I think you could. I think part of the reason you don't take Jedi without Force Push is because part of the. 160 170 is force push sure so if you can somehow separate that yeah maybe you can find a well, new might be my interesting idea to, to kind of to kind of fiddle with um didn't they bring almost all those force users down five points so they could have was it command upgrade what was the there's a five point point they brought them all five point they brought them all down five ish points yeah they just did it. Yeah, just because people there was a long no stretch of people them. weren't playing Jedi because they were just too expensive. It was it was Rex um, stars and yeah, it was, it was Rex Star that pushed them out because they couldn't close that gap. Well, yeah, and the the mortar Rex Star, it was great. Uh, you could just never get there with more than one health left. Rex Stars yeah. and Empire Mortars and things like that. Yeah, yeah, everybody just got like five points off, even Palpatine and Op Luke. Oh, I thought that was an aggressive tactics fix. <laughs> no, I don't think no. so. But um, I think yeah, I think if there's some. I mean, it's a, it's a great question, and that's one of the things. Yeah, I say. It is, I'm not yeah, saying it's it overpowered. And, and also, I'm not saying it's destroying love, the game. But I would love to see other more interesting, more active force powers. Yes. Because I think that the force powers that we poo-poo, hope, fear, guidance, they are all very passive. They don't really... Inf- they, they generate tokens or remove a token... They don't really change the way the Jedi works. And the, the right. force powers that we have seen really take resurgent, barriers, push, burst of speed, they have big effects on and change the nature of the game. And I think in first Star Wars, when our most iconic heroes on every faction are our Jedi and the lightsaber is the most iconic thing in Star Wars, yeah. you should, whenever you take an action with a Jedi fundamentally change the game state instead of here's two surge tokens. Um, I would love to see them maybe instead of addressing force push, um, make the newer force powers that come out more dramatic yeah. and more, more game altering to where I'm, I'm paying for this big platform. And so what 
crazy flavor of Kool-Aid do I want my Jedi to have? I mean, I think the, I think guidance, if you make it any other token, is pretty kind of interesting, at least. Like, if it's two dodges at range two, including themselves for a tap. Well, sure. Like, you have, yeah, mini, reflexes, you have a mini. Reflexes. Reflexes never, never sees the light of day. No, but that's why it's, um, it would be cheaper. Like, you'd probably pay. Yeah. I don't know. There is a force power we have not talked about today, gentlemen. We haven't talked about anger. I said I anger. mentioned anger and that it's trash next to next Actually, next to <laughs> next to I guess I didn't even mention anger. We mentioned fear. Anger is um, on Palpatine and that's it. Yeah, I was about to say ang- anger has a place in its Emperor Palpatine and that's it. On his one pip turn. Yep. Yeah. Because you're using because you're using other things on Darth Vader um operative because he only has two slots. Yeah. Yeah. And well and anytime well, and it's the so way like, you can guarantee the interaction on your own turn. Yeah, you can get exactly you can guarantee you because otherwise anger it's, only triggers me. when your opponent lets you. Yeah. Right. Of course if you're not shooting them and letting them come in and do bad things. Yeah. That's kind of bad. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not going to not shoot them because they have anger, but if I'm shooting them at range three, like what is anger going to do for them? Yeah. Unless they're Anakin and have Exemplar, which is like the only other time it's even useful, but still not. Because Anakin has two slots and they don't need to be anger. And a six wound Anakin that you're paying close to 175, 180 points for is not worth six aim tokens Correct. As, as a battery as he gets shot at. The thing that Padme does in, in three rounds with yeah. quick, quick thinking it, aim. Maybe it was yeah. with, with like whenever you defend, gain an aim token. That would be, be a neat. little bit different. Um, that would be really spooky. But, at least, just, at least uh, considerable taking wounds. No, yeah, but that's it's when you so become bad. basically Yoda. I mean, is the <laughs> yeah is the is fear the bottom of the force upgrades? Demoralize one. Hope, I yeah. think hope is slightly worse, mm, just because I mean, Jedi tend to dive away from their army, and like you're trying to inspire the thing, you're running away from. Well, well anger at least not if you're Obi Wan you Yeah, not if you're Obi Wan or dive Anakin. In, you, but Obi Wan has a command slot that could be, and also Republic doesn't care about yeah. courage. Uh, <laughs> phase ones do. They'd like both actions, please. They, they like both actions. <laughs> the rest of the army doesn't. Care. You, uh, like you could actions. put hope and the new command upgrade on Obi Wan for Inspire Three. You, <laughs> you could. I mean, that's a that's a thing. You it's could bad, do. but you could do it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everyone, I'm like Leia or something. Ah! No, she's still just two. Um, <laughs> she have a command slot. You could have four. Be vigilance. <laughs> she has two command slots. That's true. The other is esteemed. Um, so so I, yeah, I don't think we're going to yeah. come to an agreement on this. I don't no. think it's necessarily a bad thing, but I, I understand no. where Tuscan's going with this. There is a place where it is an auto-include. If you're bringing a Jedi, you're bringing this. Absolutely, it is. Yep. Yeah. And it's whether you think auto-includes are a negative thing for a game right. or not. Yeah, that's true. We didn't even talk about that. We just talked about how impactful the ability is. Um, does something that exists as an auto include thing. in in my mind force push should be like deflect or jump and just be printed on the card in my opinion the only reason it's not is because it's tappable so you have to have a game component you can rotate yeah, yeah I can see that and it, it takes up one of your force slots yeah but I'm saying they've given every Jedi an extra force slot just so force push can, can go in there yes because I don't think we have a single one force slot force user yet. Not yet. Even even Commander Lucas 2. 
so it might as well be, in my opinion, it should be printed on the card. It's just not because you need something to rotate instead of like a force push marker that you put, ne- token that you put next to the mini that you flip over when they use the ability. Listen, so, acrylic so Ryan is giving you ideas right now. Ryan is team, <laughs> it's required. I'm team, yep. I understand why you hate it, but I also think we need to have something like it. <laughs> like, I understand yes. both perspectives because I've played both. And Ben is, I don't like it because I've had it do bad things to me so much. No, I wouldn't go that far. I'm fine with keeping the game. I think you add, you make it expend. You get it once per game. I, I think that, that that takes care of a lot of those pieces of you get to use it. It's insightful. You can use it at the very end if you want to. But I think it, it reduces a little bit of that pinball. crashing down in cost to, to be played. Maybe twice still, a game? I still think you're wrong about that. <laughs> I still think you're wrong about coming down crashing cost. They do so many other things, Ryan. They don't. It's not like that's the only thing they do is force push. Yoda by in fact Yoda almost never has to use force push because he's never in combat. That's because he does true. all the other things. I mean, <laughs> sorry, it's he plays burst of speed and force pushes a bunch of crap. It's it, it happens. Oh, yeah, he can. Um, he can. It but there's also being, gameplay where you're like he's just going to sit back here, guidance everyone to move all the boxes yeah, so far away. I was going to say never well, see him again. Yoda can both. do something that nobody else can do though, and give four units over the course of a game relentless for a turn. Yes. Yes. Because yeah, he can play the uh, card twice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no yeah. one, I don't think any other Jedi has that level of utility. Public Jedi are all a little off. <laughs> yeah. They have a yeah. little extra special something. They a little spice, a little Luke's, spice. Luke is primarily a blender, but he does have some utility command cards. I said, I, I don't hate it. I've used it, I've had it used against me. I yeah. really, I don't hate it. I do see I, it, but I also see that there's a place where it is an auto-include, and I do think mm-hmm. it has a lot more impact on the game, because we've, we've talked this many times. Do you have a response to Jedi? We, we, that, that's yeah, the number one thing here. When, do you when have you're building a list, if you don't have that, you don't have to have a Jedi yourself. But if you don't have a plan with how to deal yeah. with one, you need to rethink your list. You at least need to know what you're going to do when one is on the table. One shows up. Yeah, yep. right. Because they're going to be out there pushing things around. Which is why often my response is, can I find enough bodies to go jump on one so you can push one away but not yeah. the other? Uh-huh. Yep, hundred percent. And I also I mean, think we're gonna. That's why I bring two. We've pushes. got some units that force push in a way is going to be kind of dampened. Uh, I think Din is going to do a great job. Uh, anytime you can throw a red save, not that you necessarily want to, but with jump, you can make sure he. For me, if I don't have force push, my game plan is I'm going to determine where you have to spend yours. I'm going to give you a problem that force push has to solve, so you can't use it where you want to use it. You're going to use it where I make you use it. So, I think my one final thing. Sure. Yeah, we'll move on. Crossing over from another game set, Marvel Crisis Protocol. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> briefly, briefly. <laughs> Several characters have abilities that use mind powers, whatever you want to call it, to move other characters. Then there are certain characters that have, they cannot be moved by po- mind influencing abilities sure. that move characters. Would it going back to what I said about it applying to certain units? Would it be better to have a like strong willed or something that says you are not able to be pushed, something like that? I don't know. It's a huge part of the game right now, but it could be a neat design space to say like, no, you cannot push. Could be. I I still like your idea of me being able to use my force push to cancel your force push. Yeah, that could be it. Because then yeah. that means I don't have it on my turn because I don't get to master the force until the end of the turn. Right. That could be interesting. But you still have to be yeah. within range mm-hmm. one I of think... the unit being pushed, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> for squish yeah. I mean, as you for... both try to push yeah. them and then they just get, <laughs> <laughs> they pop. Force, force in your head. Force, force push is fine. Um, I, but I think the way we get more variety, though, is I, 
and the more I think about it, the more this is where I would love to see the game go, is just see more interesting Force upgrades come out. I can hear the absent fourth member of our podcast screaming about how Force Push is not fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I really can. And and I can, but you know what? In Tim's defense, our, our top list that we keep talking about, three speeder bikes, three barks, yep. three speeder mm-hmm. bikes. Like there's a ton of things that aren't getting Force Push. Yeah, you can't push vehicles. That's yep. That's your can't counterpoint. Push a vehicle. And that was, I, mean, I, I heard that brought up. It was, that's why bikes have become more popular than dobacks is that you can't control them. Like dobacks can be pushed and yep, engagements. That's, that's that true. So there's, there's definitely the one way you can control them. They don't really care about like speeders because they get that free move are less worried about ion yeah. than, than other vehicles. Well, and they're even less concerned now be, with, uh, where they are on the table too, because of the change of compulsory. And now you can like give yep, it first yes, yep. and do that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm glad we have something like force push, but I also understand when that first time it happens to you and you just get pinballed. And if you feel like, how do I escape this? There's no way out. This card is broken. I understand that sure. viewpoint. Oh, but, and I also like reading Tuscan's letter. I don't get that. That's where he's coming. No, from. I no. just think he wants to see more variety of Jedi on the table. Yes. And I just don't think we will. Because for me, that's like asking how expensive does the flect have to be or jump one have to be for Jedi and that's why that's and why I can just, I can at least envision a Jedi without force push weird Republic player yeah because I can guardian on my core or provide them all tokens yeah. and do all kinds of crazy crap with mine I understand why your viewpoint is no I need as much game affecting utility as I have with murder and push and deflecting and jumping yeah. around and doing all the things Luke does. I understand why you don't have much else to envision because you don't have much else. Like if you try to do Luke, Luke's got nothing else. Yeah. If you care. try to play Luke like an Obi-Wan, it won't go well. So maybe it, other Jedi I mean, the will open that up for against Rebels. But Operative Luke, it was a tap oh, dancing. Like I want to do this thing. Then I'm going to slap that guy. Then I'm going to walk over here. And guess what? I have disengaged. Wee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I push away your one dude. Now there's only one other unit attached to me and I still disengage from it. Ta-da. I mean, but Ben, you know what they course, can't force push. I think this push. is partly that that the uh, um, rebels don't have another Jedi. No, nope, I mean, no, not yet. I, y'all Ahsoka is one. coming. I mean, yeah. Yes. If yeah. once next if year, Adepticon she's maybe. She's not ungodly expensive, and you know, Luke, who oh, double force push for rebels is going to be real interesting if if it ever becomes a, a viable thing. If it's not so ungodly expensive, I'm going to start playing the Obi Wan Anakin again just for the fun of it. Yeah, it's a it, good time. For me, but at that no point, I would have three options for a Jedi. Will already has three options for a Jedi. You would only have two. I guess the Empire still only has two. Technically, but surely two of them are the same Inquisitor character at some point. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, Inquisitors. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get in, we'll get Inquisitors. It'll be like a, a mall kind of cost. Yeah, I don't know if we'll get generic I, Inquisitors. That that might be. I think we might, and they won't have a force slot. They'll have or, some very Inquisitor-like abilities. Okay, or we'll just get um, named them. We'll give them force fifth, push, fifth brother, yeah. and. Seventh sister, or yeah, I don't I think could, they'll get access. I to could see push. the thing Ryan says as well, where they're just kind of like lightsaber wielding bullies. Yeah, yeah, but welcome to Grievous. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, they'll, have, <laughs> they'll have a little bit of that vibe to them. Look at Jedi Hunters, a little surge on crit. I mean, maybe it's a unit of two models that has like three wounds apiece or something. Yeah, in helicopter mode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last last thing I'll throw out to maybe make Will sad and maybe placate Ben a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, what if Force Push becomes unique? Okay. 
that's probably fair. It doesn't affect rebels at all because you only have one. Um, right, right. Like we talked about right now, but and two of them is a lot coming. worse. Can confirm it is a lot worse. It, 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 is, it is a compounding compound problem. Because then it you, I mean, <laughs> then you pull one in for a, a bubble wrap, and then you pull them again with the other Jedi out of the bubble wrap into yes. a new bubble wrap. Um, yes. Don't play hostage against me with two Jedi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, right now your faction is the one who makes people scared about that that piece the most. But. I did it three times. Yes. Jeez. So I, exactly. I moved Anakin up. Exactly. He force pushed the on turn two. He force pushed the hostage squad. Then. Then Obi-Wan did the same thing, and they were back past the center line on turn two. It was great. And you're wondering why Bobby had to have a 20-point bid to make that thing work. (laughs) That's why I'm cutting mine to 24. (laughs) I have a 100-point bid. I'm going to play Bombing Run or Hostage. Which would you prefer? (laughs) Hopefully both of them fall the first two columns. Somehow, I don't know how, but we, we made it to, to the 90-minute mark. We can talk for hours. We really can. We, this is um, nature of yell, us. Yell about Force Push. We had our, like, I, I've given y'all like three options to close this, this episode out like already. You so. have. You have. <laughs> you have. I tried to do one. <laughs> so with, with Ben saying that, he will Force Push us to the end of the episode. So thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Ooh. Right off uh, Spending your drive time, your, your, your paint time as, as we get pushed into this objective marker. Or probably away from it. Probably as uh, a barrier is erected away. around us, smoothly ending the episode. It's true. Uh, I'm Ryan Slosky, reminding you that uh, I don't know what I'm reminding you. Force push is the best. Yeah, go force push. Wow, what a strong conclusion you've come to. It's it's true. Yeah, <laughs> no. absolutely. Wow, that's a really hot take, Ryan. Force push good. Wow. Force push good. We'll put that on our, on our new fanny packs. On the inside lining. Um, yep. Well, I'm Will Heim reminding you to come play our event on November 19th if you're in the area. Yeah, We'd love to have you. They'll be groggy. And I'm Ben Fowler reminding you, the only force push that's a bad force push is the one that puts you next to the Dianoga. <laughs> or the one that pushes you off the board. Or the one that, oh. I can't yeah. believe we made that, that whole segment. I, I brought it up. I said the only thing worse than building barriers around an objective was pushing someone off the table edge. And you just no, I didn't hear me. that. I should have taken that bait. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good times, good times, bad you know, times. You know. <laughs> Brett still has scars if, on his mind. He does. <laughs> if we hadn't spent twenty minutes on force push, I was going to talk about the Wookiee people's front of Kashyyyk, which is I was much going to say the, the only uh, thing you can't force push are your. The only thing you can't force push is your Ewok ATST. <laughs> Yet, you know, Yet. I've never seen anyone force push a Wookiee. What if they were immune? <laughs> they are heavy. You have to have a like lot of in push. The film. Like in the films, you have a yeah. lot of push and power. This goes back to our, our Logan. He's hard to push. <laughs> no moral, no more MCP. We're signing off. Good night. Yes, let that be a close Hey, well, speaking know, of know, cinematic moments in the such know, as the way friendship grows on camera and film. Yep. Photos sure were taken of Instagram that game, by the way. At SW. What? It's true. You, you broke in there like four times, buddy. Like, yeah. I'm trying to do a thing. What, you, what the hell are you talking about? I'll I'm trying it. to transition you. I was like, I, I, I already did had get, it. I did had get it. photos of this game. Well, then add we that after he's done. You're probably right. I will probably forget to post them on Wednesday, but I'm going to try. <laughs>
<laughs> you could just post them now. It'd be perfectly fine. That's probably I'll probably do that. I time. I posted some photos during our during our chat right here. Thanks for the <laughs> paper, everyone. Good work.